0: Eternal rest grant unto Him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon Him. May He rest in peace. Amen. May His soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What was supposed to happen was some, some meeting in 2019 in the Shenandoah Valley, perhaps in Edinburgh, maybe Woodstock, not much in Tom's Brook except a really good butcher, but there's, um, there's only, you know, a few places in the world prettier than the valley, and um, Fortunately, God always has a better plan, right? We can have our druthers. We can have our dreams even. But what God has in store might hurt a little bit, but it's always better than our best. And so the next time everyone can get together, be in the same place at the same time, is if we all go to heaven. And that's really what God wants. There are parts of this earth that that resemble heaven. There are parts of this world that are so beautiful. We know that, goodness gracious, I've even heard atheists say, those mountains are so beautiful, it's as though somebody made them. More and more so, there are some people whose lives are so comfortable that they actually don't look forward to heaven um, because they have people waiting on them hand and foot. Everything around them is perfect and, um, and immediate. Uh, and they don't, um, they've already seen the most beautiful parts of the world. In fact, maybe all they see ever are the most beautiful parts of the world. Whereas if we get around on our own two feet, we rarely would be able to luxuriate in that type of setting long term might see it from time to time because even the most beautiful parts of the world they have their seasons of bad weather so you could be stuck in earthly paradise but you wouldn't want to be there probably all the time we catch glimpses of heaven and in ways that are so so far more profound than in the places that we see or the scenery that we want to photograph it's in people we catch glimpses of heaven because what is heaven heaven is the joy and the glory of being in the immediate presence of god heaven's beautiful because of him And it's through each other that we catch glimpses of that goodness, of that kindness, of that strength and power, of that truth and justice. Sadly, I never went to any funeral for any of my grandparents. Um, The one who I whose funeral I did attend wasn't really my grandmother. I always thought she was my grandmother. It turns out my grandmother, my dad's mom, whom he adored, passed away when he was a teenager in boot camp. He actually had to go to Paris Island twice because he wasn't able to finish the first time to go back for his mom's funeral. I have, because of him, a devotion to that woman whom I have never met. I know her name. I know how much she meant to him. I visit her grave in Columbus, Ohio, from time to time. And I look forward to meeting her for the first time in heaven. The great lady that my grandfather did marry after that was a wonderful woman. Um, who did a great job of convincing me that she was my grandmother. Um, In fact, the last family funeral I was able to attend was in in Frankfurt uh, for my uncle's funeral and burial, and hopefully in a few months I'll be able to take my brothers uh, back over to Frankfurt to visit. There's something beautiful about visiting... um, Not just beautiful, but powerful. Visiting the grave of someone who has touched your heart. Even if you've never met them, they can have had the power of touching your heart. It's a reminder of where we've come from and where we're going. It can be a motivation to live the life that leads to heaven so that you can be hopeful of seeing this person again. Gives you a purpose, your, your struggles you can offer up for them. Your penances can be more meaningful because they include the happy repose of the soul that you miss. It's usually my dad and my mom's grave that I'm able to visit with some, some frequency. And a good friend told me once in the days after dad's death or burial that Your father never wrote a book, and my dad had intended to write many books. He wrote lots of articles, but his retirement was too short to include the writing of books. Dad didn't write any books. What he did was he changed the world by leaving you in it. And beautifully on the back of your program isn't some soliloquy or a favorite poem, and I love poetry, and i I'm a sucker for good soliloquy and even a good narrative and summary of someone's tremendous life. But for all of you, obviously not just you, Helen, but for all of you whose names are on here, Gregory and Jeffrey and Bradley and Alexandra and Catherine, Gregory, Elizabeth, Michael, Chloe, Wynne, Jonathan, Christopher, Benjamin, Dakota, Sebastian, Cameron, Landon, Sophia, Sean, Layla, Mavis, Adeline, Russell, Catherine, Nathan. You are how Jerome Michael Kwiatkowski has changed the world. Some people try to write autobiographies. I dare say most of them are inaccurate. We can talk about what we think is important. We can talk about how we tried to live our lives. The reality is, our autobiography is what we've done and what we left behind. If we did it somewhat well, people will remember that. If we did it really well, people will emulate it. If we do, ex- if we do it extraordinarily well, people whom we have never met will have their lives changed because of it. Jesus Christ, the son of Mary, foster son of Joseph of Nazareth, never wrote a book. The only time we ever hear of him writing is when he's just tracing with his finger in the dirt. The woman had been caught in the sin of adultery. There were punishments to dole out. It was a convenient opportunity for the enemies of Jesus to put him in a tight spot. And he just crouched down, just tracing with his finger in the dirt. It'd be nice to know what he was tracing. Was it a design? Was it a word? Was it a comic book character? Was it something that reminds him of the face of God the Father? But he stood up to say, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. Very little of what he had said would ever have been written down he hadn't risen from the grave on the third day after his death. That's the reason why we know about him. It's the reason why Josephus mentions him in the annals of Roman history in the first century. It's why the Babylonian Talmud basically brags about the end of his life. If Jesus hadn't risen from the dead, his followers would have had a a piercing memory of the one that they thought, the one they had been convinced, was the Messiah. But as sure as the day is, well, sure, this time of year, they would have snuck back to their old lives and tried to avoid being killed if Jesus hadn't risen from the dead. But something happened such that the message that didn't promise prosperity, that didn't promise success or power, the religion that promises the Beatitudes that were just chosen by you and read aloud, the blessedness of being poor in spirit, the blessedness of mourning, the blessedness of meekness, the blessedness of hungering and thirsting for righteousness, The blessedness of being merciful and being clean of heart and being a peacemaker. The blessedness of being persecuted and insulted and having every kind of evil uttered against you falsely. That's the religion that they decided to spend their lives and offer up their bodies to promote. Only motivation to do that is that it's true. They eventually wrote down words, hopefully. um, Words that we know. The Gospels, the epistles of the New Testament. But more profoundly, they lived lives that changed others. They lived lives that were so holy that it made what they wrote have authority. And so it it can seem a very strange and unwelcome time of the year to be gathered for a family funeral. Christmas is right around the corner. But the next time you, you visit the manger or look at the nativity scene at home or at somebody else's We actually have the opportunity to experience the consolation of now needing the Savior. Of now appreciating all the more why Jesus came into the world in the first place. A dark, unforgiving world with its moments of beauty and reminders of heaven. It came to rescue us He came to make it possible for His life to be inside of us and for our lives to live forever. So each of you have, in a sense, a chapter of the book to write. It won't be written down necessarily, but people will read it. People will know, Jerry, because of you and will love him, and will look forward to meeting him in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen.